0: Assalamu alaikum wa wa Welcome to Convert Centra. I'm Kevin Sidik Lim, the host of Convert Centra, and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Centra, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we've planned for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Centra. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Welcome back. Thank Thank you so much. Alhamdulillah. Alright, um, so right now we're in episode 6 of What's in the Name where we actually talk about different prominent names in our communities, some names that have really, really be, um, beneficial meanings and we try to introduce these names to the converts community or to teach these names within our um, Muslim community in Singapore so that we can understand the different names that, that exist in our community. Hopefully, uh, maybe one convert that doesn't have a Muslim name listens to this podcast and they find it interesting. They find it, They find this name meaningful to them and they want to take it up. So um, in episode uh, 4 and 5, I think, um, we went through the names of four uh, female names in our, in, in our Islamic history. And, and these names are Hafsa um, and also Aisha and Khadija, three of these four names. So today, we'll be back to our male names. And uh, today, we are also joined by uh, two new guest speakers to Convert Central, uh, Ustaz Bani Ali and Brother Umar. So today, the names we'll be talking about will be uh, Ali as well as Umar. And inshallah, at the end of the episode, we'll get Brother Umar to share his reflections. So, at this point of time, I'd like to invite Usas Bani Ali to give a short sharing about what the name Ali and what the name Umar means.
1: Bismillah, Ustaz. <laughs> So, first of all, I'd like to express my gratitude uh, for being given this opportunity uh, to share with uh, viewers regarding this very interesting topic about what's in the name. In fact, I am planning to write a book about it.
0: <laughs>
1: to, to guide, uh, especially those who convert into Islam, uh, to know what is a Muslim name. People just assume that <clears throat> when you see a Muslim name, it means you must adopt a name that is from the early Muslims who were mostly, almost early Arabs, mm. right? So I always, uh, in, in my duty as a registrar, I always guide that by saying that uh, a Muslim name is a good name. Oh. A good meaning. But I'm talking of, of, of that to signify that a person has uh, embrace a new faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, he adopts a name which is which can be better than uh, names that he already had. For example, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for him or her uh, to to adopt uh, a better name. For example, because some of the names, uh, as you mentioned, has has significant mm-hmm. has meaning. So. It makes it makes it even more beautiful. So, the first uh, of this topic is about defining the name Ali. Is
0: it? Yeah, correct, correct. Yep. Yeah. and uh, I was just just for context. Also, in the past uh, few episodes, we did the names Muhammad, Abdullah, Ashraf, Adam, Farhan, and your nephew's name Iyad. Iyad, yeah, Okay. Oh, my nephew.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he shared the podcast with
0: us. <laughs> he shares everything.
1: Alhamdulillah. So, the name Ali. Yeah. Uh, Through my knowledge, uh, in my study of Sirah and in teaching Sirah, the name Ali is also unique in the sense that it was never used before. Just like the name of the Prophet Muhammad, the name Ali was also seldom used. Uh, So far, I may be wrong. I can't find any barriers except for uh, Saduna Ali, even Abi, Abi Talib, who has this name.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I may be wrong, uh, but I have not come across so far of this name being used before. We, we could look back in in the history of the Muslims, early Muslims, uh, and you learn something about the Arab culture and the custom, uh, their superstition, and what. Uh, what they 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 used to believe in, including the false belief, you will find that uh, they have also they also they were also particular in naming. At the same time, they were also tardy in naming their children. So some of them had this have this fear of naming the son with a name which is too big, too significant. So because of their fear. Of course, it stems out from their fear of Allah. Because the Arabs were believers since after the time of Prophet Ibrahim alayhi right So way back then, they as I said, they were tardy. At the same time, they were fearful of names that might be too big for their for their child. Right? So Ali was probably one of those names that they were not in the favor of using because of that. Because Ali means the most high. Is one of the attributes of Allah, al Right. So as I mentioned, I have not come across uh, any early Muslims in the 7th century having the name Ali other than uh, Saduna Ali ibn Abi Talib. May Allah be pleased with him. So that's the meaning. And it, was, it became popular because it was used by Ali ibn al-Talib, because he was the name of Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib, one of the four caliphs, and was the cousin of the Prophet Muhammad, wa sallam, and was also the son-in-law of the Prophet Muhammad, sallam, and one of those uh, who whom the Prophet Muhammad sallam, sallam, described, one of the to me, one of the highest manaqib, the highest among the highest energy of priests. That the Prophet can can mention about anyone is uh, about Ali, about Salman, mm-hmm. about uh, Zaid ibn sorry, uh, Amr ibn Yasir. Mm-hmm. So in one hadith, the Prophet Muhammad mentioned uh, believers long to enter paradise, but paradise long for the entry of Ali, Salman, and Amr ibn Yasir. Rashad. So this is the one of the most highest manaqib, which is, uh, manaqib means eulogy, eulogy of praises,
0: yeah.
1: that the Prophet Muhammad said uh, regarding these three sahaba. Mm-hmm. And Ali was one of them. Mm-hmm. So for Muslim, myself name is being named Ali for the same reason. My late father named me Ali because he wants to name me after Saruna Ali ibn Abi Talib. Mm-hmm. So... So that's the that's the habit of Muslim naming their children mm-hmm. by naming them after a figure, which is uh, who's already they had uh, the, the the top prize in the sight of Allah, which is Mardatillah, whereby Allah is pleased with them, yep. and that's why their name is accompanied with the with the title, uh, radhiyallahu an, mm-hmm. Allah is pleased with them, and it's not for <clears throat> It's not done by anyone. It is Allah Himself who are pleased with these people. Like Allah mentioned in Surah Al-Fatsh, لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ In Surah al Allah is well pleased with those who gave you the pledge of allegiance beneath the tree. Mm-hmm. So we can almost record entirely all the Sahaba who were present during what is... Term as Bayatul, Bayatul Ridwan, the pledge of fealty under the tree, uh, on that occasion, we can almost anti, almost list everyone who was present on that day. So, my advice is that if anyone were to choose a name, they can choose from the names of any one of them mm-hmm. whom Allah is pleased with. Yep. Because that's a top topmost honour. Nothing higher than that is to get Margaatillah.
0: Thank you yeah. Ustaz. Alhamdulillah. Um, I think we, we covered in the earlier podcast with also Ustaz Mizi Wahib when he mentioned that you know, it's fine if Um, we are not ready to take a name yet or we don't take a name, but it is always encouraged and it's better for us to take a name of one of the blessed companions of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because it's like a reminder you know and and of all of these companions of course usas as you mentioned the people who took the fati with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam you know and and these are the people that allah was pleased with i think he was in the bed uh, was in hudaybiyah right there was that they they took the treaty. and um before we you know go and uh, before we move on talking about um the other name Umar today, um, you know, just let's just give context as well to some of the things that were they were discussed, right? So the four caliphs, the four caliphs that came after uh, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam's demise, um, they were they, they they were said to be of the highest character, and and for uh, for extra information, a caliphah is the leader of the Umar uh, ummah of the of the Muslims, the community of Muslims at the, at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and you know the the order in which um the, the, the was were selected yes. and the first one after Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi was Abu Bakr and then it was uh, Sayyidina Umar and then Sayyidina Uthman and then Sayyidina Ali was in the order of their character. Mm. And one of the very distinctive characters of Ali is that he was uh, mentioned to be very, very, very knowledgeable to which the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned that if I was the city of knowledge, then Sayyidina Ali is the gate. Yes. So, you know, this is someone that um, if you were to Really in love, knowledge. you really admire what what Ali has done in his life. This is someone that if you were to take his name, you will be uh, walking, you know, in, in his legacy, and, and you will, you will you will be relating for the for the rest of your life this name. And uh, just one last question before we move on to the name Umar. uh, uh two stars. Um, when 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 you mentioned the the linguistic name of Ali it means the most high. Maybe you can give us like one or two s- sentences. Like, what does the most high mean? <clears throat>
1: Uh, the the most high uh, the Arabs understand their own language better after mm-hmm. the revelation of the Quran yes, because yes. the Quran often uh, most of, all the time in fact uh, use the word in a sentence and simply that's that's the best way to understand more yeah. Right? Yeah. so there numerous time where Allah used the word Ali right and in a sentence and they, if we were there to to accumulate. All those verses, there where the name Ali, the word Ali is being used in the sentence, we do have that sense of meaning of understanding that there is nothing higher, first of all. There's nothing higher. This is the highest, al Aliu al Aala, right? The first and foremost, Uh, there is no close second. Uh, So this will add up to our understanding of the meaning Ali and as I mentioned before uh, before the Quran was revealed the, the Arabs were eloquent in their own language so mm. they already have a very good sense of understanding about the meaning of Ali and I told you most probably that was probably why the reason they don't dare to use the name with regards to the attribute of Allah al-Aliyu al-A'la mm. Is simply the most awesome
0: name. Thank you Ustaz for that clarification. And I, I think it really extends to, you know, when we take the name Ali, and, and we know that it's one of the names of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala as well, really adds a lot of, uh, you know, more depth and more you know understanding to the name. And uh, khair, then right now, we are going to move on to the name Umar, uh, as we are also joined by brother Umar with us today. So Khair, Ustaz, uh, please tell us a little bit about the name Umar. Hey, Umar, uh,
1: Umar means age. The word age. And this is one of the popular names that Arabs use because it's kind of a moderate and nice name. See, unlike the name Ali. The other popular name among Arab, if you notice, was name like Osama uh, Harith, right? Mm-hmm. So Omar was one of those uh popular names.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it was he, the name Omar was known because of Saduna Omar Ibn al-Khattab, the, uh, the most prominent early Muslim having that name uh, was Omar Ibn al-Khattab and the meaning just simply good age. No, good age. <laughs> a person, may, a father who names a son Omar wish that their son lived a, a, to a good age. <laughs> well and good, everything goes fine. He lived as long as possible and then he, during his life, he is he carried his life as, as, as uh, comfortable as possible, so they called him Omar. In fact, uh, my, third, my my last son, my youngest son, mm-hmm. uh, my youngest son was named Omar.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I named him exactly as, as uh, Sayyidina Omar was, Rallahu was named. I named him Omar Faru. The name that was uh, given by the Prophet Muhammad to Omar ibn Khattab when he showed uh, his. Uh, diligence and his uh, courage, his Iman in declaring that he is now a Muslim, that he embraced Islam and declaring it openly by the Kaaba. At that time, that was the most dangerous thing to do, hmm. is to declare openly. So when Umar did that and came back, Prophet Muhammad some called him, uh, Umar is the criteria. Because Al-Faruq means criteria. Yep. The criteria between truth and false. He he is criteria personified. Mm. So Umar al Faruq, then became, became its name. And of course, the other famous Umar was Omar uh, Umar ibn Abdulaziz. Aziz. He's one of the Umayyad caliphs who ruled the caliphate for two years. But his two years of caliphate was so significant that it is. Being uh, remembered and being being told again and again in history because of the sterling examples he set at that period of time where people were looking for the likes of the Khulafa or Rashidun, like, like the likes of Abu Bakr as Umar ibn Khattab, Osman ibn Affan, Ali ibn Mittalib, Rallahu anhum, Ajma'in. Uh, after a long period, there were no such men. And then came Omar Ibn Aziz. So truly, really the name became even more profound and popular among Muslim today. just one to note, I would like to add from my study of history, I can easily summarize. The greatest man that ever lived after the Prophet Muhammad saw, saw was Omar al Faruq Ibn khattab I can't say enough. His 10 years of caliphate was the most amazing period in the history of the Muslim. Even non Muslim historian call him Omar the Just. Mm-hmm. If I were to quote Karen Armstrong in her book, she wrote, He is the man who ruled an, a vast empire from a 10 in the desert, there was how profound Umarul Khattab was. Right, back to you.
0: Thank you for sharing the linguistic meaning of Umar, which is good age, right? Uh, and I didn't know that as well. And uh, I hope this is also something new to about Umar. Um, I would just like to add on a little bit more, and um, I'll pass the time on to Bad Umar. And 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 this is, you know, in in complete agreement with what Ustaz has said that, that Saidina Umar was such a great man and to which to extend that the Prophet would say that, you know, if I would, if there was another Prophet that came after me, if I was not the seal of the Prophets, you know, and I could choose, I would choose Saidina Umar to be the next Prophet because he had the characteristics of a Prophet. So subhanAllah, he, he is a man of really great character and, but at the same time, he's such a humble man. He is the man if, that if, if you were suffering, he would be right there to suffer with you. He has such a big heart and and even at this point of like at this point of time when we think that he's such a strict man, and sometimes we have misconceptions nowadays in our lives. We think that like when someone is a man, he doesn't cry, he's masculine and, he, and tears don't fall down, they don't get emotional. But Sayyidina Umar was, was subhanAllah, he he was the best narrations I've ever heard. The, 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 the one that I really love the most was about, you know, was about Sayyidina Umar crying. And one of the narrations was that one day he went to the house of the Prophet, he started to cry, started to weep. And then Rasulullah SAW asking why you are the prophet of Allah, and in your house you have so little, and he was feeling so much for the prophet SAW to the extent that he cried. So he was humble, you know. He was compassionate. He was passionate. He was strict. This is what uh, someone like Sayyidina Umar, uh, you know, truly represented. And and you know, no amount of narrations can really summarize the man that he is. And you know, when you take out take up the name and and we know that there's someone amazing like Sayyidina Umar that that has lived uh, in the time of the Prophet sallallahu I think it really uplifts us, shows us that there's really a, a model of a character that we can live up to. So thank you Ustaz for sharing uh, the names Ali and Umar. Uh, we, we chose this name to be in this episode because they, they were the two big caliphs of Islam. And uh, inshallah, right now I'll pass the time on to brother uh, Umar. And uh, I'd just like to ask, you know, um after hearing what Ustaz Bani Ali has mentioned about this uh, your, your own name, Umar, maybe you could tell us firstly how you... Why, why do you choose to take the name Umar for yourself?
2: Uh, assalamualaikum. Uh,
1: assalamualaikum.
2: <coughs> Ustas, uh, thank you very much, uh, Ustaz uh, Bane. Because um, I have been in your class. I have been uh, uh, surrounded by your historical uh, narrations. And um, thank you, uh, Kevin, for this. Uh, for me, um, when I took on this name, it's like uh, in 1970s, the late 70s, I used to have a Malay friend. So when I visited his home, the mother could 't pronounce my name properly it was Purumal so she called me um, she called me uh, Omar and it stuck on me so in the I, where I'm coming from there was a lot of Malay communities so when I was doing a small business there so when they asked me what is my name I told them it's Kumar but then it became Omar so there's no significant I, I didn't realize the name uh, until the day I became a Muslim they asked me what is your what do you like to choose? In, immediately I said I would like to choose the name Umar because it had been part of my life for about uh, more than 20 years before I converted. Yeah, Because I have been uh, living with the Malay community for a long period and uh, Malay and Muslim, Indian Muslim community. Mm. And I know about the values of um, Islam. Mm-hmm. I used to be part of the uh, breaking fast during the uh, Ramadan months and so on. Although, mm-hmm. and I whenever I did uh, my own fast, fasting, I used to follow the Malay fasting style. Mm. You know, it was totally, I wouldn't have any food before until sunset. So it was a, a sort of thing that me inside me every day. Mm. So when I, uh, they asked me, what is the name you want to choose when I wanted to convert? I immediately, because my uh, wife-to-be, she, I told, she told me also, Omar is a very significant name. Inshallah. So I, I told her, this is my calling name and I, we kept it. And the Raju is uh, something that was, called in Singapore since my the beginning of my career in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't want them to lose out because my name nobody knows. Uh, people will uh, call themselves by any English names. But for okay. me, it was either Raju or Omar. Yeah. So the Muslim community, they knew me as Omar, Muslim community. only. Mm-hmm. So it was very beneficial for me when I took on the name. And one day, uh, uh, just after conversion, I was boarding a flight back for Arirai Haji. I bought a book uh, about Saidina. Omar Al-Khattab. Mm. I was very, very very astounded the Lion of uh, Islam. Mm. You know, uh, that was the first thing I, I had uh, uh, the impression of the name Omar. Because for me, I chose a name that was uh, very familiar to me. But the significance only came abroad when I was reading the book. I kept, kept it for quite some time.
0: Yeah.
2: Because we don't know the name. Like what you asked me, why you don't choose the name Omar? You know, today many people chase different different names. Yeah. Omar Ali is not very significant, but for me it was a name because it was given to me by my uh, 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 what do you call uh, in uh, among Amal- mother first mother. <clears throat> first mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gave me that name. I did stuck. So my mm-hmm. wife, wife to mm-hmm. be also, she accepted that name. She said mm-hmm. Omar is very significant because I was almost into the belief that somebody like Omar because always uh, holding things to be uh, on the state cannot uh, bend towards, uh, I didn't uh, bend for people. Very, st- I was, as a manager, as a superintendent of yeah. works, I used to be very harsh. Mm. Because for me, the, the the truth, and they are honest, I'll help them. So it was uh, befitting my name, because once my, one of my senior managers, when I was working in the MRT in Malaysia, he remarked to a gathering of, uh, for a breaking fast in, in, uh, We had a breaking fast together with the Naniyarist Mosque. We were sitting with the uh, Ulama and uh, the Ustas. He said, this guy's name is Omar. His attitude is like uh, Omar Al-Khattab. So it was something that uh, went into me myself, without me realizing it. And um, even my wife sometimes says, I'm very harsh, very hard, Mm. because Omar is not a hard man, but he was very, very, uh, sometimes like what you narrated uh, Kevin, he was a very humble guy he used to go at night look out of people and um, right. uh, look at what they are suffering from yeah so yeah. in my in my way of life also i used to help a lot of people mm. but i cannot uh, my you know sound my own horn for me mm. it is like this the name is befitting me and i am very proud to be uh, called umar
0: thank you brother umar and uh, I think we we this was this was a point I was brought up uh, before in our previous few episodes that this is one of the ways that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala elevates our pious predecessors, especially the ones that really really the, the four caliphs and and the prominent figures of Islam by you know preserving their names and their legacy through their names. So Khair, um, especially what you said, you know, and um right now it's part of time uh, after you've listened to what Ustaz uh, has shared right about, about a little bit more about Umar you know do you think that knowing this helps you um, practice Islam better as a Muslim?
2: I am actually uh, into more into Islam nowadays because of uh, the current situation with the, uh, when the pandemic hit us I yeah. started praying more and more into all the salat sunnah mm. because yeah. and I, I without realizing it sometimes I wake up in the morning to do my salat. Um, Mm. it has become a practice already right now Mm. because uh, it is. And uh, you're having a name, not only in a name, as a father, as a husband. Mm. I lead my family by uh, advising them to pray more Mm. because this is only through prayers Allah uh, uh, benefits us. Mm. We we benefit through prayers. Mm. So Mm. we can uh, ask everything to him directly. Mm. Allah, please help me. Ya Allah, protect my family. Ya Allah, protect the whole people, all the Muslims, all the people in the world. And protect all the people from the pandemic that is where we are facing right now. So through prayers, we encounter all these things.
0: I just like to remark before we end the podcast that it's it's quite interesting that most of us, when we start our lives, we don't really get to choose our names. Um, Our parents choose for us, right? Except for when we are Mu'ala, then you get to choose your own names. But, But interestingly enough, most of us grow into our names. And and for as you mentioned, brother, like you didn't know uh, the, the the name, the meaning of Umar, and maybe we didn't even know Saidina Umar I mean Khattab as the third uh, caliph of, of Islam. But eventually when you find out, found out that your you know the, the meaning behind the name Umar, you realize that your character, your personality really aligns with with the name. And and that's something very extremely interesting to me, and, and many people have remarked the same way. So I hope that uh, with this podcast yourself, you gain some insight about your own name and that allows you to practice better. And, and I've also learned about the names Ali and, and Umar. And uh, thank you, Ustaz, once again for, for, for going through with us the meanings of these two names. Really, really appreciate it. And we, and we pray that, you know, somewhere out there, a mu'alaf or a born Muslim, you know, who happens to want to take an Islamic name, they listen to this podcast they find it beneficial, they find it interesting, and they take out the names Umar or Ali. So at this point of time, I'd like to get the assistance of Ustaz to uh, assist us with ending the podcast by reciting Tasbih kafara and surah to asr Bismillah Ustaz.
1: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs> Alhamdika. an la ilaha an بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصين الانسان بخش الا الذي نهدى من السلام
0: عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته